バグブーバグブーバグブーズ Where the bug boos? And this is episode two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tony, welcome, how are you welcome. doing today?、Uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing excellent、uh, today. It was my second day off in a row. So Ooh, it's pretty. So fancy.、Uh, bougie. You know, just do stuff around the house, clean the pool, fixing some. Do you clean、stuff. the pool every day? No, every few days. Did you clean it yesterday? No. I, I was lied to. <laughs> you told me you were going out to clean the pool.、Uh, that was with an invite for you to come swimming, but since you weren't going to come swimming, there's no point in me to clean it. So the whole、Man's、cleaning the pool was a euphemism for sex. It was a ploy. It was a ruse. It was a ploy. It was a was, red herring. I was just trying to get you into my pool house. And then there were none, Agatha Christie. My pool, my pool shed. My, my pool shag shed. Look, guys. Pool shag shed.、Right. I have a serious issue here. I need to get new shorts. Yeah. Oh, oh, my short. Well, here's the thing: the shorts that I wear are definitely like、balls、Safari Jacks.、Out. Yeah, so the, I, I do a lot of dancing in my seat, dancing with myself, and like I don't realize how high they ride up until I'm wearing briefs that are shorts. So, so I have two suggestions. One, my favorite favorite clothing place is Duluth. Yeah, they are so comfortable. Now, the other part, I recently got some new boxer briefs. And they got the junk pocket, and let me tell you, that's some next level shit. Can I ask what brand? I don't know if I can get, get behind the、hey、junk、Ains? pocket. No. So listen, no. I've, I've listen, never. He didn't do me undies. Yo, yo, fuck them Hanes. <laughs> fuck them Hanes. Unless they're listening and they want to send us some undies. Right. You need to go to Duluth and、oh. get and and get、uh, the bowl pens. Okay. They. I don't feel comfortable calling my junk the bowl to put it in a pen. <laughs> Listen,、ah. I've never felt more emotionally、What? supported in my life, <laughs> other than when I put these underwear onto my body. Look, I have two options in this short game. Okay, <laughs> I can either get shorts for regular people, which become skinny undies for me, me undies. Or I can buy a pair of shorts that make me look like a juggalo, and I'm wearing big old jenkos, and there's no option in between. Listen,、you、go to、what? Duluth; they got big boy sizes,、yeah. like big big boy sizes. Has it come to that? Is that the one store? Is that the Mecca? I mean, there's other ones, but Duluth, like they're. And I don't need. A, are you talking about the? the Unless the, you're going to go to Casual Mail XL. I mean, I have to because <laughs> I've collected all the X's in my shirt like Pokemon. I've also <laughs> gone and gotten shorts from Five Eleven Tactical,、uh-huh. uh, just because they, they have them. Hold on, I've raised my hand. What's that? <laughs>、uh, so basically, they are,、uh, I guess, a, a law enforcement fire EMS. You're wearing police shorts. Kind of, yeah, because they're comfy. If there's one thing I've learned about Tony, he's ready for it to pop off at any moment. Seriously, pretty much. I'm, I'm ready. I'm down like a clown at the gathering. The man has a whoop whoop. The man has、so. a go bag next to the fago. I've、so. got a go bag next to a go bag. <laughs> the, the things in my truck, uh, uh, like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready But, to go、uh, home. J.C. Penney also has a great. Big guy section,、yeah. a gentleman of、yeah. of bigger of grand stature, the, the, the bigger stature, Calor- calorically enhanced gentleman, Esmoy、yeah. Gordo. <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. Wait, if Gordo is fat, does gorditas mean like a fat taco? Fat tacos makes sense to me. A faco? Yep. What did you call me? A faco? <laughs> a faco. All right. So、uh, here's the deal. Here's the deal. What's the deal? You had a great day off. 
It wasn't bad. Yesterday was pretty great, right? Uh, you and I hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yesterday was good. We were jamming a little bit. We, we had initially planned on doing a podcast yesterday, but uh, due to situations unbeknownst to us, it didn't end up working out. So well, here we are. I mean, and but you know what? What came from that was I figured out that I had been playing Smashing Pumpkins. Uh, for years, not yes. realizing it. Uh, Disarm, right? Disarm, that was the yeah. song that we found. Yeah. yeah, he picked up the guitar earlier. I'm like, I know that song. Are you right? Everyone knows that song. He was playing song. the chords, and I was just like, well, 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 well. And I was like, oh, perfect. That's all he says when he sings yeah. anyways, right? Disarm me with this man. Tell me what you want me to Oh my god! How was I, worked, I actually worked with a, a gentleman uh, when I worked at the prison. Uh, <laughs> this story's going to go well. <laughs> no, 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 no. He was he was an officer. I'm looking forward to who this. I swear to you was was Billy Corgan's doppelganger with so, hair or without hair without like everything like the smile the face everything he's Bald. getting into some weird stuff now yeah, he's like, like a getting into um, yeah he's always kind of a weird guy yeah but yeah, I mean that's, like that's you, every artist you every, watch him now he's wearing like these robes and stuff and like whatever they've got some weird Aleister Crowley imagery <laughs> on it I was like what is happening right th- now in the Smashing Pumpkins camp I think uh, I mean I, I do like some Smashing Pumpkin songs but my favorite Billy Corgan moment was on The Simpsons. <laughs> what was it? I don't remember. That's when Homer joins the band. Yes. He joins the Smashing yeah. Pumpkins? Yeah. That like wasn't a, the episode where he plays the bass. It's like a Lollapalooza or something. something like it's that, like yeah. a big music fest. No, 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 no. It, no, he doesn't. Sorry. He, isn't that when he gets shot with a cannon? Yes. yes. So Homer Simpson finds out that he can be shot with a cannon because of his large gut, and then he's a sideshow attraction to the to the festival of music and Billy Corgan like tells him you know hey this is a like he has this existential moment with Homer Simpson <laughs> and he's like I'm gonna go home now and like that was it yep now and then I've they went on and they played they played zero yeah <laughs> yeah um so I've watched every episode of the Simpsons I did it while I was working at AT&T I watched two episodes of a break because yep. they were like 22 minutes yeah. without the commercials and so, stuff like that. I remember. I can't retain like half of what I saw. <laughs> it's because there's 5,000 episodes. I know, I know. And then like I Is did it. Is it a few? I did it because it was something to do. <laughs> and then like my brother and people were like, oh, I know you're obsessed with The Simpsons, so I bought it for you on DVD. I was like, uh, thanks the, for the physical media, man. Like <laughs> you open the door, you didn't expect. You know, every Christmas, every birthday, you're getting like Bart Simpson ties. Yeah, I have a Simpson I have socks. a Duff beer hat with a bottle opener. I was like, when that's would actually, I ever need this? Here's a, <laughs> that's pretty dope. That's like the secret Santa, like syndrome, though. Yeah, because so, no, every know. big company they do their secret Santas. So you centered in on this media content for a year almost. Something like that. It, yeah. it was almost a year. So obviously, whoever is picking out Secret Santa gets like, dude Simpsons. loves Simpsons. Dude's fucking obsessed. <laughs> like, That's all nah. he loves and breathes. Everybody's they always and people always like ask me like really weird random questions about it when they find out I watched the whole series, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know who that guy is. I mean, I can tell you some of them, which are like you know, off the cuff, but. Some of it is just, it's beyond I, me. There's been a few shows that I have gone back to watch now that I'm older. And um, some of them have hit me quite differently now that I'm older and kind of understand the undertones of what, like, the jokes were, like, what the episodes were about. Do you mean because it was, like, kind of adult jokes, but yeah. subtle? So, actually, one of the ones that I think actually hit me the hardest 
was uh, Futurama. Oh, are you going to tell me about, uh, what is it, uh, Jurassic Park? No. You're no, not no. going to talk about the episode where, where his stinky dog waits for him outside I the know. pizza place? I feel like this is going to be the end. It, so, it's the mom episode. Yep. Where, like, he go... Mom's where, robots, or...? No, 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 no. So, it's like, it's one of the end episodes. Oh, and Fry gets to spend that Thanksgiving with his mom. Yeah. Yep, and so, it's all in his head, though. Right, yeah. so, so you know, after my after losing my mom, and I'm sure now thinking about it, you, you know, it really... Since I have recently lost a mom? I'm sorry, mine wasn't as, as recent. That's, uh, it doesn't make it any less effective, I guess. <laughs> the the way you just said it made me feel horrible about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but uh, watching, watching an episode, you know, it's like everything that I would have hoped for myself and I think watching that play out on a cartoon that I started watching when I was a teenager and then kind of got away from and then came back to like I, I see things now a little bit differently uh, and that that episode killed me it absolutely wrecked me for days there are so many episodes of Futurama that are like that yeah like I said there's the Jurassic Park one yeah. where his or his what's what's the dog's it's, name yeah uh, oh, uh, Seymour yeah and he's barking walking, and walking on sunshine yeah yeah whatever uh, so there's that episode there's yeah. the luck of the fryish where uh, he blames his brother Yancey the entire time for his bad luck but yeah. Yancey actually like held on to the family name and like cared so much yeah. about Fry when he when he disappeared. Yeah, or the one uh, when he actually switches the ticket with uh, Leela and he's like, oh, I'm on the next one, I'm on the next one, or whatever. She takes off and he's like, well, my job is done. And then the plant blows up. Yep. Or the there's the one where they go after the space honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Fry gets like stabbed through. Like through. Yep. They find the old team of the Planet Express there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then, and then of course, you know the one that I always loved, Death by Snoop Snoo. I was all, I oh, always, that's a classic. Always hit me that's so hard. That's such a good episode so for Zap Brannigan. <laughs> Very hard. That um, I never watched every episode all the way through. I I plan to because it's super it's, long. It's only like I mean they kept making seasons up more recently, but there's only like ten. But that the finale. I don't know if it was the original finale or if they went beyond that. But like when him and Leela live. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden, there's like, like they, a, they can do it again. They can glitch, they can do it, yeah. yeah. So they can do it all over again. Mm-hmm. Like that—that that was, yeah, in my opinion, like, you the go another, best another way. Time around? <laughs> yeah, that was like the best way to end that show. Another really, really good one was uh, when they had the uh, the professor Farnsworth makes the uh, the cave that goes back the button that goes back ten seconds. Yes, and Fry tries to th- throw himself off the Vampire State Building, and he just smushes into the ground every ten seconds while they <laughs> while they try to get closer to saving him. It's so good, but, but I mean, not every, like every show, not every episode is going to be a big win. Yeah. You know what I mean? The movies weren't very good. Yeah. I find myself, uh, I don't know if it's because of what I've done for jobs in the past, but I will, uh, I have a really horrible sense of like things that should be sad that I don't find sad and other things that aren't really all that sad will make me cry like a bitch. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like there are things that Tori will cry at and it doesn't, doesn't, doesn't phase me, but then they're like, like um, just uh, like uh, in TV shows or movies where someone dies or whatever, there, there's been times where I'm just unfazed. But if I watch Coco, 
I'm crying like a I'm crying like a fucking baby. Pixar movies get me every time, man. I'm a big Remember old softy. Yeah. I never saw Coco. Though I am so far what? away. Never watched it. Me. You're doing it tonight. No. <laughs> I know, I know. You've got some destiny to play or something, but um when we worked at AT T is when Coco came out and one of the guys who worked with Jesse Morales, like that's that's his family, he's like that's you know, the Aquarenza mm-hmm. and all that like he understood all that stuff. So after we both watched it, uh, separately when we had come back into work, like if we were really having a really awesome day, meaning a real shit day, one of <laughs> us would start singing that song to each other, and we would each well up with tears. Yep. Over just the start of a song. Anytime there's something like that in those movies now, I'm an emotional train wreck because of recent things, but like there's stuff in those movies that, like, no matter which one it is, I always like put it this way Soul. Yep, never Have you watched seen that it? either. Do, do you watch yeah. movies? Yeah. A lot of Other movies. than like Frozen? <laughs> I can confidently say to build the snowman. <laughs> even with even with two daughters. Yeah. I've never seen Frozen start to finish. I've seen bits and pieces, and you better believe I've heard the song forty eight billion times. Right. It's like that with uh Who with hasn't, um, though. <laughs> is is the movie called Encanto? The one with yes. like, the magic family yes. magical or whatever. Yeah, yep. so that don't mess with don't talk about Bruno don't talk song. About, yeah. Woo! That is a banger. But I'm over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But I'm I, over it. There are certain things that get to me. I don't know what it is or what triggers it. Uh-huh. I will admit, and I don't wouldn't like to admit, but uh, the movie Armageddon... Hold on. Anything you say or do can be used against you in a court of law. <laughs> the movie Armageddon, which... Yeah. Is Michael Bay at his finest? Now, is that the Bruce Willis one, or is that The Rock? Or that's the core. Or... That's Bruce Willis. Okay. When, when they and Michael and Ben Affleck and Ben Affleck. Gotcha. Yes. So, Said it like the the duck, as opposed to his real life. Ben Affleck. <laughs> he was an insurance salesman before he married J Lo. But the end, mm-hmm. where he like throws him back into the tube to go onto the ship. Yeah. So he can die instead of Ben Affleck. You're saying that like I should know. You and should I haven't know. seen you should it. Know. <laughs> but then then when he's talking to his daughter uh-huh. and he's like, I'm not coming home, that that part gets me every That's because you have kids. Time. It, it, you know it, what I mean? And one thing I will say You after... have that conversation with him before this weekend. Like, I'm not coming home <laughs> for a weekend. I'm getting Dude, drunk and fishing. <laughs> I don't know what it was and, and I'm sure Tony can back me up on this. When I had kids, it was like a light switch for certain movies where it's like, I've watched a movie a hundred times and then I'll see it a hundred and one and that la- that last one was after I had kids. I'm like, oh, why is it getting me now? I know it's coming. My heart. <laughs> she hollered. I don't, you know, but that that's the thing though, is there's like Old Yeller. Yep. Give two fucks. Yeah. Marley and me. Don't give a shit. Like whatever. What about I Am Legend? Nope. That one got me. No. I've only watched it one time because of it. <clears throat> no, no. Now, now the flip side of that is when <laughs> Sarah McLaughlin just showed up to ruin your that day. Fucking bitch, Sarah McLaughlin comes <laughs> on the radio, or I mean, sorry, on the TV with a fucking one-eyed cat. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I have to turn the channel. You immediately donate five dollars. <laughs> no, I don't go that far. I have my own animals I take care of. My mom got hit by that commercial, and she donated one time. And it's just constantly there's yeah. hey, there's more, there's more to be of course saved. There yes, yeah, there's always animals to be saved. 
But, you know, I turn it over and Toro's like, oh, you little bitch, you turn it over for you? You fucking like having a hard time over there? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, like they really, said, they really like to send the um, address. No, the address plate, like the address stickers. Oh, yeah. Like people mail shit out anymore. Yeah. Um, I still mail out bills. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's for the family, though. It's not for me. It's for, like, mom and dad. Listen, I've had one other conversation similar to this. And it was somebody else from AT and T. When I found out, our buddy Ralph handwrites his taxes and mails them in snail mail style. Like he took, and my mind was blown by it. Now, let me preface this: Ralph is an incredible guy. I fucking love him so much. Uh-huh. He grew on me. Like at first, I'm like, man, he's kind of weird, and now I love the kid. Finding out that he handwrites his taxes, yeah, no, blew no. my mind. But I hand download TurboTax <laughs> every single year. <laughs> but it falls right in line with he also when he's on his his personal cell phone after he's done using Facebook, signs out of Facebook. So every time he goes to look at his Facebook, he has to sign yeah, back in. He's a madman. <laughs> those are, I love him to death. He's a good guy, but man, those are those are some wild moves. Man, I'll tell you. I just, yeah, but, like, the problem with it is is that I'm not a guardian over dad or mom's estate, right? So I have to send in checks because I don't know if you've ever had to deal with this. Tony, you may have. Anytime you call somebody and try to talk on their behalf, you know, I just want to pay the bill. Oh, we can't talk to you about this. So you have to send them a check if you're going to pay the and bill. And what's, what's crazy about that, though, is, is when you call, you're like, listen, I want to give you money like, I want to give you... I don't want anything. I, you don't need to tell me about the account. I don't give a shit. Like, I just want to give you money to put towards it. What does that matter? Well, we need to talk to the account. What does it matter? I'm trying... Why can't I pay Please money? take this money. I'm curious what bills you guys are paying that doesn't So, let me give portal. you an example. Mr. Cooper for the mortgage on the house, right? Uh-huh. And get this. My brother was, was on the list. Was Mr. The Cooper? Yes. Uh, so my brother was on the list, right, of people that they quote-unquote can talk to. Authorized user, so to speak. Yeah, so to speak. But get this. I was like, oh, well, Darren, you'll have to call and pay the mortgage. Here's the checkbook, right? They were like, <laughs> oh, well, uh, his authorization has expired. I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, yeah, it runs out. I'm like, people expire. What do you mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> So, yes, I send a physical check for these goddamn bills. That's crazy. Yeah, it is what it is. Normally what I'll do is I'll look on the bill to see if there's a number to call to pay it. But if there's like, oh, let me put you through to a representative, poopy, never mind, I'm not dealing with it. You know what I mean? I'll send a check. But I always try to do it do it paperless first, you yeah. know what I mean? So how was your day off today? What would you get up to? Um, well, helped the food pantry pick up some stuff from a camp that's closing you up. angel. Well, my wife used to be the VP of this pantry, but my okay. mother-in-law still is. So she took her spot as VP. Got it. But they they set the pantry. Sounds up like a power play, people. Game of Thrones style. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when, still, I've never watched one episode. That's okay. That, I'm thinking about watching the new one tonight. I still haven't watched it. I just showed him a video. It's a Snapchat of an apartment building. And yeah, with all so, the lights and with all the, the lights in sync. Yeah. It's like this is crazy. How many people are watching Game of Thrones at the same time? <laughs> I remember I used to go over to our buddy Eric's house and watch it uh, every every night of premiere. And like sometimes on the streaming service, there were so many people streaming up that you had to wait. Yeah, it would just error out and error out and error out. And you know what I mean? Some rowdy boys getting rowdy when yep. it come when it, when when they're real fueled up. 
and they can't watch the show they want to watch. <laughs> Call me Mr. Gray, but I still have actual cable service, so I just recorded it on my DVR and watched it at my leisure. At your leisure? <laughs> You're a sick individual. So pretty good day off? Yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, we're recording this not on a Friday. We're catching up because Daryl's got uh, plans this week, and we're trying to be accommodating. Yep. So we're doing it as a, as a Wednesday cast. Uh, my day, I worked all day. It was a successful day at work, but I mean, I was looking forward to just getting out of here and doing this dang thing. You say successful. What is your measure of success? I made some money. (laughs) All right. right. I went out there and I found a couple dollars. (laughs) (laughs) People be coming in for campus. I I found a $20 bill today, but then I just gave it to the pantry. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I, I didn't feel right finding it in the driveway and then keeping it. So I was like, here you go. All right, Tony. Favorite Pixar movie of all time? Oh. Um. Man, that's a tough I know, right? There's, it's really hard to find like one that's real trash. Uh, Just don't watch them. <laughs> I, would, I, would like to, I would like to divert. I'd like to go last, please. Okay, how about you? Um... And I know you don't watch movies unless they've got uh, Vin Diesel in them, but yeah. I think he's in one of them. <laughs> I love my life going all the time. It's all about uh, family. Favorite Pixar movie. He just does Applebee's commercials. Uh, it, it, it's. I think it's a tie between Toy Story and Cars. Cars? Really? I love Cars. Man. Why? Because uh, I love Cars. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a great movie. Is it? I'm sorry. It's I, don't, a redemption I don't give it story. its credit because it's... Uh, it is a redemption story, yeah. right? It's one of the great tragedies of Greek <laughs> um, Greek history. But okay, okay. So what? It's literally a cartoon version of Days of Thunder. Okay, which is an amazing movie. I have I have nothing against rubbing. I know it's racing. <laughs> I'm just saying that I love Days of Thunder. You're crazy. I know. When there's been, and they made the three of those movies. They made planes movies. I just watched. They the just first put a bunch movie. of fucking faces on some vehicles, and they're like, "Go." Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, it's like uh, <laughs> it's really, it's really hard for me to 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 pick one. I which one really speaks to you the most? <sighs> and it can be Coco. I, it's allowed to be. It's recent. a good. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, so. Probably my my top three are Coco, Toy Story. Uh, sorry, Coco, Monsters Inc., Toy Story. Ooh, not University, Inc. but Inc. Well, just, just so are we talking about just a singular movie, or could it be the, the series? Because series, I, you I could, feel it's like, okay. It could be series. So, uh, <laughs> oh man, it's super hard. It's super. It's super hard. Yeah, uh, That's pro- what she said. I know. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, there you go. Um, I will probably go. Um... Mm, it's one of my favorites too. <laughs> I don't know. It's so hard. It, it's it's it's. I can tell you that I love Toy Story. Yep. But Monsters Inc. and Coco is above Toy Story for me. Yep. Um, just because um, you know. Uh, Toy Story was the first one you saw. It blew your mind. Yeah, yeah. Monsters Inc. has the story to it where you're like, 
he calls the girl Boo, and yeah. she calls him Kitty. Wazowski, <laughs> you buy your paper. I'm watching oh, you, Mike oh, Wazowski. Hey, oh, so that's puce. <laughs> um, so, oh, um, didn't um, mean to throw a brain buster it, at you. It really, it really is because so monsters, monsters Inc hits me on like uh, a protective level right yep. like like, yep. A, like a dad like a papa bear you know just so you. everyone knows i don't have that <laughs> <laughs> no you're just yet a, you're just a bear right <laughs> um so you know the, weird the fact that you know he gets this child into his life and then also like he becomes the protector and the dad and you know, no matter what, he's gonna make sure that this kid is all all set, and uh-huh. you know he sacrifices everything. And as a parent, which someday you're gonna you're gonna experience, I sure hope when I grow up I do. Don't worry, I'll pump an idea if you need. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'll try. Uh, it really hits on that that uh, that level because you know there are times where you uh, where I have sold my belongings to make sure that my kids have school stuff, sports stuff, whatever they need. I've sold personal I totally possessions. get that. I've right? done that you too recently. Yeah. You know, so, but Coco hits me on a level because uh, I'm not super religious. Like, I don't go to church a lot. I, I you know, I believe that there's hopefully something better than this and that someday I'll get there and I used to always be afraid of death as a kid because I it always meant that I was going to lose my grandparents my mom all these people that I loved they're fucking gone so now it's like hopefully it's all true because then I can go see them again mm-hmm. um, I think Coco the way that it portrays that that faith and, and that you know culture mm-hmm. like that's fucking cool like I hope that's what it's like you know, um, but it, it's like it, it brings in all these all these things like, you know, the way that they believe, you know, the your mem- you know, your memory lives on until the last person forgets about you. It's like shit. Like, like, so I make a cut. So since that did movie, you know that that's the same story as the never ending story? The reason why the world is disappearing is because people forgot. It's been a long time to know. I probably did it one time. I, I forgot. If you ever get a chance, well, I'll that's the thing. It, it doesn't exist yeah. anymore. You can't watch it because you yeah, you've banished it now. It. <laughs> you know, so since I watched that movie, mm-hmm. I make a conscious effort every day to think about anybody and everybody I've ever known in my fucking family, so that, that doesn't happen. Because I feel like an asshole if it does. I'm the and kind of true to life. I'm the only one in my family who remembers where everybody's buried. Because I used to go with my grandparents to do flowers every Memorial Day, right? Yep. Yep. And it was always me. So throughout the six or seven cemeteries between here and Searsport, Maine, I'm the only one left in the family who remembers where everybody is fucking buried. So you literally know where the bodies are buried. Correct. Yep. Including baby Michael. Yep. So... Uh, yeah, I, it's, so, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I will say... How often do you watch it? Which one? Coco. Probably Once every, a year? E- no, more than that. Yeah? Every, every few months, I'll, I'll watch it. Um, and every single time, 
I cry like a bitch. Yeah. Every time. What? And it's always the the very last part of it. Uh, for those of you who have seen it or haven't seen it, there's there's part at the end where basically the the child is singing to the grandmother because he realizes that throughout this whole thing, like this spirit that's been guiding him was actually his great grandfather and all this stuff, and it all comes full circle and. Um, that that part gets me every time. Yeah, um, I would have probably preferred you just said Disney movie instead of Pixar movie. I only ask that because that's what I've been watching lately is just Pixar stuff. Because it's an easy answer for my pa- favorite Disney movie. What's your favorite Disney movie? Sword in the Stone. Really, hundred percent. Huh? I what can... about it? Why? I just I always always love that whole mythos about like King Arthur and Lancelot and all those so that movie I to this day if somebody's like hey you want to watch Sword and Stone yeah I'm what's in. interesting about that though is they don't really touch on the mythos it's it's explained in a, in a story page in the beginning of the movie and it's really yeah. like an excerpt from Arthur's life right the point of that movie is him going through the classes with Merlin he becomes a bird he becomes a fish and uh, what's the third thing he turns into they turn him into a bird, a fish, and what's this? A squirrel. Yep. Okay? And then they have the Madame Mim uh, wizard duel. Yep. Um, Kay goes to be a knight, you know what I mean, to win the big tournament, and he pulls the sword. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it's like, it happens so quick in that movie, but it's one of the old, old, old versions of the animation. Like, yep. I, I, I just recently OG. watched it, and if you watch Merlin's hat... You can still see the pencil lines that they never erased. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's all kinds of imperfections in it. Same thing with Robin Hood. You know what I mean? Oh, Which is another, another great one. one. Yeah, yeah of course. You know what I mean? But it's like you know, like the arguments with Merlin and Archimedes. His bird was like, no, no, no. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like, yeah. <laughs> except see, you all remember it. <laughs> now, if you were to say uh, Disney movie, what's yours? Uh, you know. What my number one Disney movie is? Willow. I don't think it's a Disney movie. I'm sorry. I think they just own the property now because they own everything. Anyone who knows me knows what my favorite movie, Disney movie, is. Oh, it has to be Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah. Without a question. That's a classic. That's a classic. So I was recently at uh, Marshalls, and I was I just am remembering to tell you you need to go. Because they have a boatload of Nightmare Before Christmas If you go stuff. take a look at my dining room table, there are two Jack Skellington cookie uh, um, jars. But do they there. have cookies in them? Not yet. It's a fucking it's cookie trap. I knew it. So they have Jack Skellington salt and pepper shakers. Oh, yeah. They have plates. <laughs> actually, He's got actually, his checklist. I was like, the, got it. There was got so, it. <laughs> I actually had a so customer much. make me a, a custom like uh, tumbler drink thing. That was Nightmare Before Christmas. That was pretty awesome. Uh, Getch all creations. Nice, a, nice, like, nice. And like even like the the cup itself will like glow in the dark, like just so. like Jack himself. Yeah, yeah. in the movie. It's, it's uh, yeah, that is probably my. That's most interesting. Favorite. And the Daryl yeah. mentioned Sword in the Stone because like uh, my boss at work and I talk all the time about that movie and how we watch it all the time. It's her kid's favorite yeah. Disney movie and it's one of the old ones, you know. Yeah. And it's like for me, um, like Pixar movies, I like Soul. Yeah, I've seen them all, recently, except for the Good Dinosaur. I think that one kind of gets skipped by a lot of people. Um, it's a big swing and a miss, according to Rotten Tomatoes. If yeah. you buy into that, um, so with Soul as a musician myself, yeah. 
I did. Oh, uh, Izzy and I have watched it a few times. Yeah, I did jazz on a on a pers- professional level for a while when I got out of high school, and like to I was see in the jazz band in high school. Yes, uh, was uh, Wyndham right? Was Mr. Kent yep. still the still the director? I yeah, played yeah, trombone. yeah. Yes. So like, I got my honor bands for graduating in music. You know, they wanted me to go teach it yeah. at, at USM, and I turned that down. I gave everybody the finger and said, "I'm gonna go play rock and roll and toured the country instead, fresh out of school." We do that now. We're, we're working on it. I promise. Right. I promise you. CD coming. Soon. Yeah, we are going to do it. <laughs> but yeah, so like the idea that this guy finally gets his chance, and the fucking second it happens, he walks through a manhole cover and dies. Sorry for spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I think we we're supposed to do the spoiler alert before so, you said it. Yeah. So like the movie itself is so like it's so good. You have got. The music is done by not by Jamie Foxx, even though he can play piano and sing yeah. very well. If you've ever watched his stand-up, yeah. that's usually part of it. But like it's uh, it's Atticus Ross and Trent Reznor did most of it, and you can tell. You know what I mean? It's like ethereal sounding, like this yeah. what what heaven's supposed to be. People don't realize that Trent Reznor has done a boatload. Yes, he of is music, the uh, yeah. scores for movies. He's the new Danny Elfman for sure. Yeah. Like he is Which out Danny there Elfman making. Is, oh, I know. God. Well, they were joking around today. They're like, "Do you want to listen to the Jurassic Park soundtrack?" Because yeah. I think this because they heard the first episode or whatever sure. it was when I was like, "I used to listen to that yeah. regularly." You know what I mean? I was like, "Don't tease me with a good time. I'll listen I'll to it. John Williams yeah. any day of the week." Any you know what I mean? But so like that movie, and then to come to find out that like his quote unquote spark was that he wants to be a mentor more than he wants to be a jazz musician. You know what I mean? And especially since jazz was what his dad did, and it's just like that movie hits home so hard for me on so many levels. And as somebody who is like relatively religious, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I would, I'm not one of those people that like pushes on people, but you know I have my own thoughts. I'm not a crusader. <laughs> it's true, you're a Templar. <laughs> um, so there's there's a part in that movie though that gets me, and it may be the medicinal weed that I do before I go to bed at night. But uh, when the guy jumps in back into what he thinks is his body with number twenty two. Uh, the unborn soul or whatever it is, you know, and the, the cat gets involved, right? Yes. It goes to a quick. He's like, but if I'm in this body and you're in mine, and it goes to a scene of the cat, and it shows the cat's soul going up the elevator into heaven, and I was like, that's fucking terrible! That's not fair to the cat at all! It's just like, (laughs) I'm out, bitch. So, that movie itself, like, everybody up there is named, like, Terry, except the accountant's name is Jerry, and they've all got the New Zealand accent, they're all like, here's the award, you said God should give you Terry? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I think recently the the and I said I think the the first show was um, uh, I've been watching Hamilton a lot like because okay. they have it on Disney Plus and uh, that whenever I watch that I can get through the whole thing but at the end break down every time every fucking time I'm and not- that's and that's another thing where Tori's like looking at me like are you fucking okay like are you, is everything okay with you and I'm like. <laughs> Okay, but basically at at the end, uh, for those of you who haven't gone through history class, uh, Alexander <laughs> Hamilton, sick burn, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ambulance. He uh, he's shot in a duel by Aaron Burr. Uh, so basically, at the end, all these care, all these people that he came in contact with, come on the stage and start singing about his life, and you know that. Every other founding father story gets told. Everyone got to grow old, like all this stuff. And then the the lady who plays his wife, Eliza, starts to come out, 
and sings about what she did after because she lived for like another 50 years after he died. And, you know, about how she started an orphanage, about how she tried to tell all the stories of all the soldiers he ever was with and, and tried to like raise them up and, and stuff like that. And that her sister helped, blah, blah, blah. So then at the, at the end of it, you know, uh, what I can only assume is, you know, she's dying. He comes back on and she kind of sees a glimpse of him or whatever. And, and then he grabs her hand and she, he kind of leads her to the front of the stage. And then she looks out to the audience and has this fucking gasp. Like, she sees what she's accomplished. Like, there's this moment of realization that she sees these people in this audience. And that what she has done made all this difference. And I fucking cry. Get you every, every time. time. Every That fucking sound Because you're makes. a part of it. You're part of what she's done. You're part of her accomplishments. Yeah, I, whatever. I, I'm just a simpleton. Like I'm a simpleton who likes the, the music and, and the, the history of it. And like I said, every time, Tori, the kids have watched it, and nothing but me. <laughs> like I'm fucking, I'm dying. Like I don't know. But again, like I don't know if that's because I am emotionally fucked from what I've done for jobs. Working in a prison for 10 years, working in the emergency department, working in ICU, you know, being a volunteer firefighter, seeing seeing things, dealing with things. Like, there are things that don't affect me at all. I yeah. can see... That you know of. So It might just be compartmentalized. Probably. Well, we've had this conversation because, spoiler alert, months and months ago, we had a camper on the lot that had... A little mousy just expire in the toilet in this in this used camper and everybody talked about how bad it smelled and tony and i are like well we're gonna go see and maybe maybe probably not but maybe we'll clean it because tony and i have been around some smells i was a volunteer firefighter smelled some shit he has done many things smelled some shit so we're like you know what i used to what? i worked in the, the the burn room i worked in the tank room at the hospital and i have scraped burnt flush I've smelled it. I've dealt with it. I'll tell you what. I fucking gagged. I don't know why it hit me the way it did. We almost threw up. Like, legit. Right. Oh, one, one It more was whiff so away, close. One more whiff away yeah. from just <laughs> yeah. blowing chunks everywhere. I was everywhere. fine, and all of a sudden I wasn't. And I thought about it. And, and maybe the reason why is because when, you're, when you do it for your job, or when you understand, like, you understand, like, it's, like, you you realize what's coming at you, right? You know, um, maybe it's just because I wasn't expecting it or whatever. It hit me differently. Um, you know, because when you work in those environments, I found that I had to turn off my brain. And, you know, certain parts of my brain. I had to turn off the, I'm a dad. I'm a, I'm a husband. I'm this. You've got to. I had to, you know, turn it off, you know, whether it was at the prison or at the hospital or anything like that. I've always been really good at turning it off. Well, that's that compartmentalization that Tim was just talking yeah. about. Right. So, I... Which I'm not good at, by the way. I'm just... <laughs> I Let it run. I'm, I'm like that. I don't carry around too much with me. I, I have a motto that I live by that was given to me by the great Ted Lasso. If you guys haven't watched that show, you need to. Um, it's Be a Goldfish. So, in the world that we work in it's real easy to get angry and stay angry for so long because there's a lot of shit 
and you can carry it with you. And it's and it's not just work shit. You can carry it to to work from home or whatever the case may be. So I live my life by the motto: be a goldfish. Just fucking forget about it and just move on. Because worrying about that moment isn't going to change the current moment at all. It's just going to make shit worse. I've tried to be a goldfish. I've, I've tried to forget a lot of things, but unfortunately, I, I am Italian. I hold on to everything. Um, if you wrong me, I will cut you out of my life like a fucking cancer. I think they made a movie about you in Japan. Probably. <laughs> Probably. That's why this is about movies. <laughs> is it Tokyo Drift? Uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, that part Tori hates. If you have wronged me or I feel like you have wronged me, I will cut you out of my life. I will forget you exist. I feel like he's threatening us. Uh, you will, you will be. You will know nothing. it. Yeah. No, no, you, you will. Like, you know, and then I get to the point where I don't hate you, I don't like you, I nothing you. You you don't even register to me. I see through you. And uh, just like Kid Rock, yeah, the bull god, you're a specter. I am the bull god. I see through you. <laughs> I am free, and I feed on all that is forsaken. Mm. I see through you. <laughs> and that's that's how we know. That's how yeah. we know we fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's happened to my people in my own family. It's it's happened to people in Tori's family. It's happened to people that uh, used to be my friend. You know? Tony has a third kid. Sliding him once. <laughs> yeah. Gone. You're gone. You're gone. So long, Regina. <laughs> I have an aunt named Regina. <laughs> <laughs> so yes I don't have that I mean I don't I can't cut people I this is my fatal flaw I cannot cut people out of uh, my life Daryl and I will both agree you are correct yeah 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 cracked you or are correct. correct okay gotcha Cor- correct <laughs> oh you, there's gonna be fixings yeah. <laughs> no they're they're uh, unfortunately you your heart is bigger than a than football. Anything else. Than Andre the Giant's heart. <laughs> than anything else on your body. You don't know that. <laughs> Who told you? Who's been talking? <laughs> I've seen the pictures. It's a close second. All right. Well, I'll, ta- I'll take it then. That's uh, why I'm losing weight, though. Yeah. I hear if you lose weight, it looks bigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's a myth. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, you know, uh, Daryl will also attest that uh, working with you uh, I saw it, and I've told you before yeah. that you know you did so much for so many people. Up until now, you still do. You you go out of your way to please people that you shouldn't be. Probably you you shower with gifts. You go out of your way. You go the extra mile, and and unfortunately, not only is that what makes you such a great person. But that also makes you a fucking doormat to people. And it sucks to see people treat you like shit for all that you do for. We get real mad about it. So don't, anybody who meets me, <laughs> don't take advantage of me. <laughs> I, I could go, I ask. I could go to work and for whatever reason, like, stain my shirt and look at Tim and be like, dude, I stained my shirt. He'd take his shirt off and hand his to me. Like, Here you go, man. Like, not even question it. 
yeah, it's uh, fr- like I said from the from the AT and T days and, and stuff like that. Like I I see. I mean, he did it for he, you know he did it for me. Where I just started, he gave me his uh, most of his clothing allowance so I could get some fucking T-shirts that fit, you know. Um, but you know, people who were supposed to be your friend, Icky Marks, uh, treat you like a fucking asshole, and you did the world for him, you know. Um, you know, one person that you went above and beyond to, to be nice to, she fucking made a complaint. It's true. One that person right. trying to fucking contact the the union because you worked more hours to try to fucking help. So I'm shaking my head. Yes, these are all facts. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So so again, not you know. It's you, when you say your fatal flaw, you are fucking right on the nose. You are 100 percent correct. Like that. That's, that's why I said it. <laughs> can confirm. Can fucking confirm. Ten out of ten would agree. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, it's uh, yeah. That great trait follows me today. It it does, it, it does, and like I said, uh, it's <laughs> it, it, it's hard because it's like I said, it, it's such a it's such a great. Uh, it's a great trait. It, it's a great trait for anybody to have to to be that kind of person in a world that we're living today is fucking unbelievable it just sucks because you have so many fucking shit birds I take could, advantage of it I could count on my hand how many selfless people I've met in my life and you're top of that list <laughs> top of it not only are you selfless but I'm on the top of that list but I wish you were topless on my shellfish list. why do you think I mentioned him giving me a shirt that's right <laughs> no, no one wants to see that <laughs> oh boy Daryl's cracking his knuckles. <laughs> it's supposed they, to mean something. They don't I, think ever stop. Just, I think he's just got the rightest. <laughs> That's a myth. Uh, yeah, it is, it is it a is, myth. It is a myth. It, it, it is for sure a myth. Um, the idea of bubbles getting in between your knuckles and you gotta like pop them to get them out of there. Oh, snap, 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 snap. But then you you talk to like an older woman or a man and like you see their hands fingers. and they they sh- they, they shake, go to shake your hand and they've just got a fucking gnarled flipper because the fingers have oh, all bent like inside the, and backwards. The index finger is pointing below the pinky. Yeah, yep. they have sore yeah. man hand real yep. bad. Yep. Yep. <laughs> sorrow man. <laughs> My dad got that because he worked at press, the Press Herald, it's a uh, place that does the local newspaper, and his his finger got crushed in a vice there, and because they had, quote-unquote, such good health care, they <laughs> fucking popsicle-sticked him up and sent him home. They wrapped it up, and they're like, oh, you're fine. Don't worry. It's a sprain. And now, forevermore, forevermore, he'll point at you, and I'm pointing at Tony right now, but my finger's pointing at Daryl because of the <laughs> fact that at the first knuckle, that thing does 90 degrees. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, and before he got to mention everything, he's like, does that look like it's healed to you? And I was like, it does not, sir. <laughs> and then, of course, I was like, but I can fix it. <laughs> I can only imagine, like, waking up and be like, what happened to my finger? Like, you completely forgot the entire instance. Yeah. Like, what oh, is happening? It was just a dream. It was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Your fucking nightmare. Uh, R.I.P. Oh, the Rev. Yeah, I know. Bless him and his drugs wherever he is. (laughs) Yeah, but he was real good on City of Evil. (laughs) Great drummer. Yes. Unbelievable drummer. 
effective. He he wrote most of the songs. Now that they have turned into the new Guns N' Roses, I'm not a fan anymore. <laughs> but anything, no one will ever be Guns N' Roses. Anything to keep Guns M- N' Roses is, isn't even Guns N' Roses anymore. That's correct. True. But the more that Axel loses weight, the more he starts to sound like his old self. Also correct. But nothing is going to save Chinese democracy. That's 100 percent true. Yeah, I, and I mean, I, I don't I don't hate it. The, like Shackler's Revenge, and there's a couple better. Uh, these are songs that are listenable. But it's just, it's it's too little too late. I watched a recent concert, and he's, like, lost a ton of weight. I wish that... Like he looks super healthy, and he, came, like, came out, Welcome to the Jungle. Whoo! Yeah. It sounded so good. And I'm like, I want to go see him now. Like, nope. I went through this period no where can I, like, do. I can't go see him. Because it'll, it'll ruin, ruin it. it. It'll yeah. ruin it. Well, that was your first CD. It, if we're all listening, if yes. we're all backtracking to the first fucking uh, album, episode. album, not even CD, yeah, I had it on LP. But listening, to, listen to that. You know what you want? Oh man, it gets Jesus, me. Jesus, you can fucking do it. Hit it. I know. I, I thought I was listening to the record for a second there, but like, I'll let's just close my eyes forever. Oh, and... <laughs> I'm gonna go hang myself. Um, so long as M Shadows never screams again like he did on like Sounding the Seventh Trumpet. Yes. I don't ever want to hear that fucking And I listen to that kind of music. Here, what, He's terrible. What has shocked me too is a lot of these heavier guys, like their actual singing voice is incredible. My first taste of Corey Taylor was listening to just the growls of Slipknot, which I mean, being a teenager, I was like, I'm fucking in. You were so mad at your dad? Just go, dude. I'm a maggot. (laughs) But, fast forward. You were downstairs in the basement pushing your fingers (laughs) into your eyes the whole time. But then you fast forward and then like Stone Sour starts coming out. Like, bother. I'm like, okay. And then fucking Zizek's Road. Oh my fucking God, Don't know how much time has passed. Oh God, it feels like forever. It's so good. Like, Like, his voice is insane. I have delved into YouTube videos of people analyzing singing voices. Yeah. I hate those. Dude, <laughs> this vocal coach listens to Metallica for the first time. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. And then there's a reactionary video it's, to that. Yeah. It's not necessarily the reaction. It's explaining what they're doing. Is that interesting? I know, I know. Because like some of those, there, there's one particular girl that I watch, and I wish I Is remembered her name. Check? No. No, the- there, there's one that I've also watched, and like she's gone through like a bunch of different, um, ser- like even Phil and Selma. Yeah. Like, young, younger. I understand. Younger, yeah. older display, you know. But uh, she did uh, Cemetery Gates. Yep. Oh, yep. they should have gone back further than that. With yeah. The fucking but, the, the what was it? But that's the one that that's one she did though, and she's like she's she's like saying you know she. You know, like you could tell he he has so much control and he can really like and then you listen and you're like holy fuck like this dude, like he was an unbelievable singer like yep. he actually like his vocal range is unbelievable well that band started as a glam band yeah yeah it wasn't always dimebag <laughs> daryl so, it was diamond daryl <laughs> oh man to see the pictures of the glam band yeah. band is, sassy vinnie paul yeah. oh my god <laughs> it, it was like they took the the fucking uh what is it, the look with the cat dragged in poison album yeah. cover but it was ugly guys yeah. <laughs> trying to wear the makeup and, yeah. it was pretty much like us putting on that, that that get up i don't know what that was hopefully it wasn't a guitar there's a specter here 
<laughs> the, our, our guest today, yeah. Alexander Hamilton from the grave. <laughs> Welcome. <sighs> oh. Is that it? Is that is that it for this one? Do we wrap it here? I think it's a Do good we wrap it up? point. Do we double wrap it? Saran wrap it? I heard double wrapping is, is bad. The friction. I heard oh, it doesn't like, work. Well, the friction makes makes them break. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to judge how anybody else has had their kids at a table full of people who have had kids, and I have not. Vaginally. Well, I will say, <laughs> I understand how it works, Tony, I do. Um, I will say that I get morning sickness before the girl does instantly just just pure fear if i find out that the condom broke in any way shape or form not to gross anybody out i'm an adult you know i do adult things um i immediately go in the bathroom and puke because my life is over i go in i'm like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry don't worry i'll take care of everything i love you i uh, i don't have ride or die for 18 years (laughs) i don't have trust people issues I do, however, have trust medical problems because I have beaten two birth controls in my lifetime. One of which is supposed to be king shit, and it was just shit, which was the IUD. That mm. thing failed me. And it's like on multiple Did you say levels. IUD or IED because it blew up in your face? Yeah, ah! might, as, might as well have been that. Right down to like, oh, you won't really feel it? No, that stabs you in yeah, the dick. That's true. It, it literally true. stabs you. That that is that is one hundred percent legit. I have also been stabbed in the dick, so I don't know if they just left it real long or if I was just doing real well that day. But it fuck it felt like the tip of my you having so a re- you having a real think thin I, day. I had I had a, I'm like listen, this thing is stabbing me, and then she's like, well, they said they could do this and that. I'm like, yeah, do that. That doesn't help. It's just punching the end of my dick. Yeah, that's the make you got a smiley face like a Steve Ozar. <laughs> Perfect. The Henry Rollins tattoo that he got while driving yeah. through Baja. Yeah, and a Humvee. Ugh. It's fucking classic. You know, I tried to watch that new one. Yeah. The new Jackass. I couldn't do yeah. it. I just I, watched. I, uh, speaking of Jackass, I just actually watched uh, an ep- the episode of Steve O's Wild Rides where he talked to uh, Bam Margera about. I post really... the movie. So oh, it, it was a. It, it was done before he went into rehab this most recent time. Yeah. But he just released it. I haven't watched it yet. So there was still the really legal stuff going on where he's like trying to sue everybody? It was, it was uh, no, it was after. The, the movie had come out, basically, um, he had done treatment mm-hmm. for a little while, and then he was trying to go to a different place. But it, it's it's like a good hour long uh, interview. So Is it good? Yeah. Bam I used to I used to love that shit so much, man. healthier. Yeah. He seems healthier. Well, up seems until he little... recently fell off again. Yeah. So just like literally left rehab. You I have think. to in in that situation where he is right now in his life, he has to be just surrounded by enablers. Has, sure. There's yeah, you know there's what I mean. No, as soon as he no goes, question. and I don't mean his mom and Phil. I mean like fucking Rab himself or those clowns. You yeah. know what though? Uh, when you look at the the cast and what they've gone through and stuff like that. And even you know, looking at like the Viva La Bam days, if you take which a I look, loved, if you take a yeah, look, until we found out Don Vito was a piece of shit, yeah, right? right? <laughs> Who didn't think he was though? Um, I just never, I didn't think he was capable of what he did. You know, I'll say, I'll say one name, and if this fucking guy can turn it around, there's no excuse why Bam can't. I feel like I know he's Brandon say. Novak. Yeah. yeah, that dude yep. turned it around. 
and works for a treatment center and helps people get so, like the the guy looks great. He's healthy. He's skating again. Yep. He's like the, and that guy was bad off in the show. Yep. Yeah. Like he was horrible. Yeah. Like I mean to the point where like they had warrants for him, like he was getting <laughs> It's like deadliest catch they go out to sea for X amount of months yeah. to get away from the cops. <laughs> yeah, I mean the dude was Dog the Bounty Hunter was heroin. a special guest. Yeah, they do you know, the guy shooting heroin in, in alleyways and then going and filming and like they they thought he was dead. Yeah. Like and he turned it around with nothing. Yeah. I saw a wicked fucked up movie one time. It was one of Steve O's movies, I think. Where him and Pontius were like fucking huffing pain or whatever. What, Wild Boys or whatever. No, was it, it wasn't. It wasn't. But was, it wasn't also that great. great. Yeah, yeah, it awesome. wasn't. It wasn't Wild Boys with Manny. It was fucking something else. And they had this girl passed out in bed in one of the hotel rooms. And they started the scene off by like poking her in the eye that was open to show that she was out cold. And then you hear one of them like say like shut the fucking camera off and get in you know and, and come with me and get in bed with her. And I was like, I, at that point, I couldn't follow it anymore. I was like, yep. these guys are fucking monsters. You know what I mean? Yep. And I don't know what happened, but where the smoke is fire usually. And uh, I feel like somebody was taking advantage of that night. You know what I mean? Could be. Yeah. I mean, everybody who's famous is like terrible. It's a monkey paw. Once you become famous, you do horrible things to get there. And you no. do horrible things to keep it. No. Who do you know that's not? Don't say Dave Grohl. Because <laughs> he's a great name. No, he lost his best friend to get where he is. <laughs> Twice. I know. <laughs> Twice. Thrice. That, that, that man. Great band. I love. I like Thrice a lot. Oh, man. That's going to have to be another episode yeah. for sure. Them foos. Well, boys. Taylor Hawkins couldn't get it together. Couldn't keep it Couldn't man. keep it done. It's it blows me. my mind that he was the fucking touring drummer and like played on the record for Alanis Morissette before that yep like what a lucrative career you know not, what I mean not only that like when Dave Grohl came I say to that him, Alanis Morissette when that was the hot shit right <laughs> when, when Dave Grohl came to him when and, Dave Coulier was hot shit <laughs> <laughs> cut it out he, uh, he came to him asking he's like do you know of any drummers looking yeah. for work not even expecting Taylor to be like uh me cause he was just like oh yeah. Was, yeah. I, I think it, the way it went was he's like Hey man, I hear you're looking for a drummer. You know, the implication being that Taylor was the, your man. Right. And he's like, Yeah, do you know any? And like, that's like the ultimate slap in the face. Right. Somebody who does that. Because he <laughs> just assumed that Taylor was speaking about another person. You know what I mean? Yep. I love seeing them like fuck around and like cover Rush and things like that or like bring fans on stage. I've watched hundreds and hundreds of videos of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who hundreds. hasn't seen Kiss Guy? Everybody's seen, Everybody's seen Kiss Guy, Everybody's right? Seen Kiss Guy. What's your name? It doesn't matter. You're fucking Kiss Guy. <laughs> he brought his own pick. You know, like, I, I could quote the whole thing. I, I'm in. Yep. But it's funny that they always make the, the fan play Monkey Wrench. You know what I mean? So, not always. That's all I've ever seen. So, there was one instance. I think they were in, like, Croatia or something. And there's a guy. <laughs> Huge yeah. fan base for, for the Foo Fighters in Croatia. It was a big concert. But they brought this guy up to play drums. And... They they threw him for a loop and they were like you're gonna play wheels because they're like that oh is that a single oh yeah it's it's real good do I know it I just don't realize I know it I think oh, so okay. I think so yeah it was it was pretty they big got it some pretty out. good airplay so wheels came out came about after um, they they originally were going to break up before they played a big Lollapalooza show it was before the Foo Fighters were gonna break up yeah what? was that before Pat Smear came back in the band um right no after. it was right after really so the yeah, the, the 
there weren't releasing a lot. It was it was at the height where he was doing like the Queens of the Stone Age thing and oh them crooked vultures and then yeah so like he or started Crowbot, going that, I think down that is. road and, yeah. and there was a no, lot crooked of like, vultures. yep well, another band he did drums for was called Probot right um, but really? they got yeah. together to play a little I uncut gem for I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Lollapalooza yeah. But they had was so much Perry fun. Was Perry Farrell involved? <laughs> of I don't Jane's know. addiction? Juanas Addicciones. <laughs> but he was like, um, like they, they had a blast. And he's like, all right, well, maybe we should we should do something. So then that following album is when they wrote like Wheels and they they started writing hits all over again. And then now, there, was that, that during was like before the... before Pretender. Okay, so was that before, was that like the Learning to Fly stuff, or was that like the Darling Nikki? It was, it was after Learning to Fly. You okay. a girl named Nikki, I guess you could say she was. That cut, me. which you can't find Got anywhere. Got her in a hotel lobby, what? masturbating so, with a man. So, the Foo Fighters, when they covered Darling Nikki. So, yeah. they released, it was just an EP, there was like four songs on the album. You can't find the CD anywhere. I have searched I like the Foo Fighters version better than Prince's. Yeah, I know, yes, I know. No, no, no. Fucking might, blasphemous it, it for might, saying so. But. I, I agree 100%. I, I'm with you. That's why I've tried so hard to find it. It's not on any streaming media. You can't... I've gone into Bull Moose so many times looking for it. You can't find the CD anywhere. That being said... Let's do it. Uh, well, yes, we will. <laughs> this, this is what the show's about now. We're going to find that... Make your dreams cut. come true. <laughs> so, uh, I really like Prince. Yeah. And not just the hits. No, no. The, the guy was an unbelievable guitarist. Like, people don't give Prince credit for really... I mean, he had a hand in so many hits. So many So hits this on. is what I'm talking but, about. Like, the Sinead O'Connor, Nothing Compares to yeah. You, that was Prince. Yeah. Uh, there is a song in the 80s by a girl... I think the group is called Shaka Khan. And it's called I Feel For You. Shaka Khan? Yes. And that that's the song. Yes. But he, out of the vault, I'm assuming everybody says that once they've passed, um, there's an acoustic cover of him with that song just playing an acoustic and singing it. And it is incredible. Yeah. And it's just I like, yeah, like the, his talent. Like, have you ever, uh, who's the guy that did Beavis and Butthead? Mike, Mike Judge. Ju- Mike Judge, Mike yeah. Judge has a show uh, about. Pull that from fucking. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah that, was, that was deep. Um, <laughs> not that said. that show's not making a comeback, but he has this show about... I can't remember what the name of it is. It's like fucking something tour buses and something or other where he talks about all these bands. One season was all funk. Yep. And at that time, he was talking about the time and Prince, and it goes into all these situations about Prince when he was getting started. It's an awesome show if you haven't seen it. And it's I'll on Showtime, it so it's... Yeah. It's... Uh, it, goes, it doesn't hide any details. Yep. Okay? Uh... He did that, and then he did a country one, and that's why I know a lot about like Johnny Paycheck and people like that. Because I, I watch that I show. Like I, I watch some of the country one for some reason. Yes, like, I, I, it's like they they do real interviews, but then yeah. they draw the cartoon over it. It's not yeah. rotoscoping like the fucking Lord of the Rings with Ralph Bakshi, <laughs> but it's it's that idea. You know what I, I mean? I just said gotcha, like I know what the fuck he's talking about. I have no clue. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I'm lost. All right. Well, I think that's going to do episode 02. Oh, boy. Everybody have a great night. There's so much music stuff that we're going to have. Oh, my God. It's going to be a whole other thing. I can't wait to touch on it. (laughs) With that being said, I hope you have a great rest of uh, your time whenever you're listening to this. Please don't die and listen to us again. Bugaboo. 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 Bugaboo.